0: Welcome to Dynamic Destiny with your host, Coach Pete, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I want to help you get unstuck, get clarity for your life's purpose, view things in a new way, and get your happy back. We won't just talk about theories on the show. We'll give you practical tools and wisdom that you can apply to your everyday life. So stay with me during this next hour as we unpack your powerful potential now. Coming to you live from New York City, and you're listening to Dynamic Destiny on Transformation Talk Radio. Uh, We're here to help you get unstuck and keep moving forward toward your destiny. You can listen to the show on Facebook Live, your favorite podcast platform, YouTube, or my website, PeteCoaching.com. And today's show, we're going to cover a topic that everyone has to deal with from time to time. No fun, but we all have to deal with it. So how are you gonna handle it? If you have a big failure, can it sidetrack your destiny or keep you stuck? It will if you let it, but it doesn't have to. And in fact, if you use the right mindset, it can actually propel you into your destiny. I can't wait to unpack that with you today. And as always, I have feedback from you, our listeners, and I'll be answering some of your questions. The quote for today comes from Michael Jr. Michael Jr. is a comedian, and uh, his quote is, perfection is not protection from rejection. I like it because it rhymes, but it's profound. Perfection is not protection from rejection. And boy, don't a lot of us try to do that sometimes when, uh, we don't want to be hurt and we don't want to be rejected. We double down and we think by working really hard and trying to be perfect, that's going to protect us from criticism or rejection. And it, it, it doesn't because you could be perfect and people are still going to criticize you or disagree with you or reject you. And that whole concept of perfection is it's, it's a myth, right? It's an illusion. It can keep striving, striving, striving. Perfection is not protection from rejection. So stop trying to be so perfect all the time. It's not not needed. Just do your best and enjoy and accept the fact that not everybody's going to love you or your message. That's okay. They're not part of your tribe. They're not your audience. You go find the people who you are meant to be with. Hey, I have a great story about destiny uh, from Heather Schwartzmiller and Heather is a school teacher from a small town in Pennsylvania called Newville. And uh, Zach, if you could uh, put that picture up, um, this is a photo. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version of this on podcast, you can't see the photo. But if you go uh, to YouTube, my YouTube channel, you can see this. Uh, you can see this photograph. There is a picture of this little girl. It's Heather. I'm guessing she's about three years old in this picture. She's sitting in her bedroom on a chair. She has a quilt on her lap. She's got a little dolly on her lap, and she's got a storybook. And then up against her bed on the floor is this whole line of Cabbage Patch kids that that she has. These are her her dolls, and she's reading them a book. And uh, Heather writes, this photo hangs on my desk to remind me that the dream to be a teacher was in me ever since childhood. At my college graduation party at my church, my parents presented me with this picture blown up in an enlarged format, and I have it displayed in my classroom ever since. Fast forward 34 years from when that photo was taken, and now I'm in my 16th year of my teaching career. However, something that's always baffled me about this photo is that I never attended preschool because my mom was a stay-at-home mom, and I have no explanation for why I would have set up my dolls in a way that looks like school since I had no concept of school. Wow. I think that's an amazing story. Thanks, thanks for sharing the picture, Heather, and giving us permission to tell your story. I think that's an amazing story of uh, clarity on calling and destiny written in this little girl's heart back when she was three years old. She just wanted to nurture and instruct, and now she's doing it full time. That's awesome. You know, I also saw a video. I, I don't have the video to show, but I saw a video just a, a week ago. I think it was on Facebook. There's this little three-year-old kid. He's got a basket of little uh, soft footballs, like small size Nerf footballs. He's pegging those across the living room into this small hole on the other side of the room, and he's nailing every single one of them. And you're like, he's got great form, and he's, he's probably like two or three. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this kid has quarterback written all over him. I love when you can see those kinds of things, when you can see a really clear uh, calling or destiny in someone right from their little. However, it's not that straightforward with a lot of us, okay? And that's why we have this show, Dynamic Destiny. is to help you get clarity and to pursue your destiny. But I also love to see when there's examples of this because it just shows there is, there's, a, there's a plan, right? There's a destiny there's a calling in our lives. Hey, I got some feedback from some of our listeners. Um, Have you listened yet to episode 10 with my guest, Josh McGrath? If you haven't yet, then you owe it to yourself to listen to this. Josh is a young man who is changing the national conversation around unintended pregnancy. But really the principles that he lays out apply to lots of other difficult situations that we face in life. I got a lot of feedback from that interview, and um, I'd love to hear from you as well. If you ever wanted to uh, give me feedback, just email me, askpete at petecoaching.com. One listener wrote, uh, loved your show this week. It was very touching and painful from my own story of isolation, shame, and fear during my unintended pregnancy. I now use that pain to reach out with compassion to others in that, others in that situation using the third choice approach. That's the approach that Josh laid out for us. So, hey, thanks listener for, uh, I'm keeping you anonymous, but thanks so much for for giving us that feedback and I'm glad it, I'm glad it resonated with you. Another, another comment, great guest Pete, as a fellow baby boomer, I have often wished for a shift in this conversation and another comment great guest coach pete it requires another listen and you know i absolutely agree with that i had to listen to this episode a few times because you know i do post-production and i get it ready to put up on youtube and so i just kind of had to go through all of the notes a few times and i really did have to hear it a few different times before some of these concepts really started thinking sinking in um This episode is what we call content dense. I mean, there's a lot of heavy, meaty stuff in there, and it goes by real fast, and Josh is super articulate. But really, if you have the time, I I highly suggest just go back and listen to it again. The episode is called Changing the Conversation. It's episode 10 in this season. And uh, just give it a second listen, because some of that stuff, you just have to hear it a few times for it to sink in. Now, that's what we do on this show okay? We try to change the conversation. I am not here to tell you what to think. I'm rather, I'm here to give you new ways of how to think. And that's where transformation happens. Okay. If what you were currently doing, the current approach you took was working, you wouldn't be stuck. Okay. But a lot of us do get stuck. I get stuck a lot and we need new ways, new approaches to look at things. And, uh, that's what we do. That's what we do on the show. So I'm so glad that you're here to join us. This is Dynamic Destiny with Coach Pete Cafarcio. And we're going to go to a break now. Hey, are your past failures holding you back from your destiny? What if they could actually propel you into your destiny? When we come back from the break, we're going to give you some new ways to look at your life and how to reinterpret some of those darker times you may have faced. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
1: Tales from the Merworld with Amira Bath, exploring the mysteries of Atlantis and Lemuria, airing every second and fourth Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time. Tales from the Merworld Radio is a blend of mythology, theology, and ancient history and Amira's own soul channelings. Are you ready to explore and validate the possibility that we are much more than our earth bodies? Amira Bath's Tales from the Merworld Radio holds safe space discussions for remembrances and memories of topics like multidimensional existences and simultaneous lives. Together, we will be raising our vibrations through stimulating conversations and the opening and releasing of the remembrance of our soul purposes for this incarnation. Join me, Amira Beth, for Tales of the Merworld Radio.
3: How many times do you find yourself saying it was nothing or just doing my job when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? Next time someone tells you great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be seen radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, to be seen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later.
0: Welcome back to Dynamic Destiny. I'm your host, Coach Pete. And today we're talking about how to handle failures in your life. Hey, failures happen to all of us, but how you handle it makes a big difference in how you pursue your destiny and how far you'll be able to go in life. So we're going to dig right in. The first powerful principle that I want to lay out for you is this one. You can change your past. What is this back to the future? Pete, Are you doing time travel. Nope, nope. But you can change your past. No, obviously I'm baiting you. <laughs> so, so let's talk about this. Here's, here's a powerful principle. The events of your past don't have power over your life. What you tell yourself, your narrative about those events is what has the power. Okay. So the events of what happened to you don't have power over your life. It's what you told yourself, how you made sense of it, the explanation that you gave. That's what has the power over your life. Now, This is an important principle because even though you can't change the actual events, you can change the story that you're telling yourself about that. And that's where it gets really, really powerful. So let me just give you an example of that. Um, And uh, the first one I'll use for my own life. Um, I am uh, just insatiably curious I love to learn about all different types of things and I also learn by doing I want to go try something I want to go figure it out I'm really interested and creative and curious about this and then I eh, lost the interest in that I'm gonna go do this and, and and figure something else out and then and then I go back and I think about these things and I, I see connections between things that aren't always obvious to other people you do that over and over and over again for years and you what winds up happening is you can get a reputation for being kind of like a Jack of all trades. So I have, like I said, a lot of different interests. Um, And Jack of all trades isn't that bad, but when people say you're a Jack of all trades, master of none, and you're, you know, I have a, a young family and I've got to like build a career and things. You can start to wear that kind of this label and it's kind of, kind of shameful. And at the time when I was really dealing with this, I was surrounded by people who were, uh, experts or masters and things. It was also more of a farming community, very which rewarded consistency and stability. And this is what I do. And I'm going to do it for the rest of my life. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if I did that for the rest of my life, I'd go crazy because I want to try this and I want to try that and all these other things. So um, this is the story I'm telling myself. Oh, I'm defective. I'm deficient because I can't settle down on anything. And, and I was wearing this, this this uh this narrative that was really very disempowering. Until I went through an assessment and I and I saw the facts in my life. These were this the facts was that I'm I'm naturally curious. I've done a lot of different things. And all of a sudden I was able to tell myself a different story. That my natural curiosity and my propensity to jump in and get things started were perfectly suited for someone who. Is more entrepreneurial and likes to start things, and all of a sudden, I had this major paradigm shift around my the narrative around my own life. Is no, I'm not the flighty guy who can't settle down. I'm the activator who can get things started. I think I've told this story before uh, before in the episode, but I wanted to really frame this out. Your it's not the events of your past; it's what you tell yourself, and so. You have permission to tell yourself another story. I told myself a different story, and uh, all of a sudden, I'm not the guy who can't figure out what to do. I'm the guy who is ideally suited to go help teams get things launched. And uh, you know, I would, I'd come into an organization. Oh, I can see the big picture. I see how all the pieces need to fit together. I'm going to go dig in, start up the marketing department. I'm going to get it going. I'm going to lay a really good foundation. Hey we're in a good place now. I'm going to go hire an expert that all they do is marketing and let them go run that department. I'm on to something else. Maybe I'm starting up the sales department. Maybe I'm getting product management going. Maybe, you know, whatever. And that's m- one of my superpowers. And so uh, once I could tell myself that story, it completely flipped this, this the script for me. It was really empowering. Also, I want to tell you another story. Um, this is uh, comes from one of my Coaching clients, and uh, he was in a situation. Uh, I, I, I I was coaching him, and he had a pretty hurtful um, situation where he was pretty much let go. He resigned, but he was asked to asked to leave from a large corporate environment. Now he was with a somewhat smaller company that got acquired by this larger company, and he this this uh, this client. Of mine is really well known for. Executing, he gets stuff done. He's very kind of directive and and driven. And uh, so his 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 group got acquired by this larger company, and they set up a special department for him and and the new people that got acquired. And although the guy who hired him within one month left the company, and now he's got to report to two different people. Dashed lines, kind of. Nobody really knew what they were doing and and how to to direct him. Anyway, he still crushed his numbers and, uh, you know, exceeded all of the goals that were required. However, this company was very political and meaning it didn't matter about your numbers. It mattered if somebody liked you or not. And somebody didn't like him. I don't know, you know, all the details on this, but, and by the way, if you look at his Clifton strengths, he's super strong at executing and influencing but his relational skills aren't real strong. And so somebody sabotaged him on a review, even though he did really well in his numbers. And they kind of ganged up on him and said, you know what, you need to leave. And and he, and he did. It, it wound up being a, a, a bad situation. Now, fast forward, he's at his new company. And I meet him and uh, he becomes a, a client of mine. And he is just wearing this label on his forehead. Our very first we call it a discovery call when we get started with coaching and he's just within minutes latches back on to this past story and it's just frustrating you could just tell it was so hurtful to him and really sapped a lot of his confidence and his response is i just got to work harder i'm like dude you work really hard already i'm not sure that's the answer um And so I walked him through a process. Now, pay attention because this is going to be the make it real challenge. (laughs) And let me tell you about the process that we walked through. So I want you, in fact, let's do the drum roll right now. Here's the drum roll. Bam, make it real challenge. It's early this episode, but I want you to, so pay attention. Pick a failure in your life that is really setting you back and you feel has told you the story that you can't succeed in a certain area, or it's limiting you, especially especially if it's an area that you would like to pursue, or it's something that you feel is part of your destiny, but I can't because, go in the blank, okay? You've got some, some failure. Now, the process, I'm gonna tell you the process, I'm gonna show you how it worked for my client, too. Um, first step is to write out the story. Just the way you think about it, just the way you remember it. Write it out, use as much detail as you want, but just get it out of your head. Get it out of your head, get it out of your heart, and get it down on paper. Because after it's on paper, you can deal with it more objectively. If you're still swimming in your, your thoughts are swimming in your head all the time, they bounce off of each other, your emotions kick in, and you can't get clarity. This is a, just a really good thing to do in general. Sometimes get it out of your head, get it down on paper, and it really helps. So write out your story. That's step one. I had my client do that. And uh, it was like a two-and-a-half-page document. The next step is you're going to go back through the story and you're going to cross out. You can just use a pencil if you, if you wrote it or typed, you know, highlight it or whatever you want to do if you typed it up. Cross out all emotion, judgments, blame, or bitterness that's in there. And the only thing that you want to have left in that story are facts. This happened. They said this to me this, I don't want to hear, and I responded this, you know, uh, I felt angry. That's an emotion. Get rid of that. just, they said this, okay, I did this, whatever, whatever happens. So the only thing left should be facts. And then the third step is only looking at the facts. Tell yourself a different story, a different explanation. Now you may need help with this, Okay, so an outside perspective from somebody who didn't isn't wearing the emotional pain that that you went through might have a really a a lot more clarity, and they might really be able to help you. So, you know, these make it real challenges work really well when you do it with another person because there's some accountability. So, why don't you try that and flip roles? You can each write a story, and you can each take a take a look at it and help each other and say, "Hey, well, you know, maybe it was this." Now. In the case of my client, I'll tell you where this has led to. When he was able to go back and see, one of the things that happened was his department got formed. He was led to to he was left to lead it, but no one was giving him direction. Um, even though he he still uh, exceeded his numbers, his sponsor, the guy who championed it, left, and he was just kind of left floating. He didn't know the political infrastructure of, of his company and he was left out to dry and you know he suffered for it guess what after he left they dissolved the entire organi- the entire unit within i think like within 6 months so it was like set he was not set up to succeed right from the beginning when he was going through all that he did not know that and if you're a conscientious person we tend to blame ourselves like oh if i worked harder it would have it would have worked out not the case. He there was no way he could have succeeded in this environment. Okay, it's just he was just left hanging to dry. When we were able to go back and see that, my client had a marked change in his affect and in the way he looked at things. Um, and uh, no longer was it like this failure hanging over my head that I somehow have to atone for, or I have to make up for. Now it's like, oh. You know what? And we're not playing victim here or we're not playing blame game. It was just the facts. I wasn't set up to succeed, no matter how hard I tried, even though I did do really well. Um, And he was able to just take that whole period after we dealt with it and process it a different way, tell yourself a different story, put it up on the shelf. (laughs) Bye-bye. Just let it sit there. And now he's moving on with his life. The really interesting thing, I think, was that same client um, was uh, then able to set up a whole new set of goals for his existing uh, his existing job. All of a sudden, we weren't talking about the same issues, the same goal issues anymore in his current job. He was, bam, now on to new sets of goals. He felt so empowered because he was able to make peace with his past. Remember, you can change your past. You can't change the events, but you can change the story you tell yourself. Okay. Next powerful principle is something we've talked about before, but I want to bring it up again. It is adopt a growth mindset. A growth mindset says that failure is an opportunity to grow. I can learn to do new things, and when I get feedback, that's constructive, and I can learn from that feedback. The opposite of a growth mindset is what we call a fixed mindset, And unfortunately, that is the mindset most of us are trained in through the public education system. And that is failure is a limit of my abilities. I'm either good at something or I'm not. And if I get feedback or criticism, it's personal. Okay. So my self-worth is based on my performance and I'm either good or I'm not. And in that kind of situation, you don't want to try new things because you might fail. And if you fail, that's, uh, that's a measure of your worth, your self-worth. we got to chuck that and go to a growth mindset. That's failure is your opportunity to grow. And the big question is, am I learning from my mistakes? Okay, a real powerful book that I highly recommend is called Mindset. Mindset, and the author's name is Carol, C-A-R-O-L, Dweck, D-W-E-C-K, Um, Really transformative for me and a lot of people that I know, so I highly recommend it. Mindset by Carol Dweck. Growth mindset, adopt that. Failure is your opportunity to grow. Okay, so um, I am Coach Pete, and you are listening to Dynamic Destiny Radio. Hey, what's one of the biggest barriers to success? What do you think? biggest barrier to success. When we come back from the break, we're going to answer that. So stay tuned. We'll be right back.
4: Are you tired of being tired? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know the adrenal glands, the workhorse of the body? They are the means by which you position yourself in life for whatever comes your way. Tiny but mighty, producing hormones the body uses to promote energy and vitality. These adrenals determine how you respond to stress, and when depleted, the body loses its ability to function powerfully when we need it most. The much-needed adrenaline or epinephrine is not available for emergency situations. Cortisone and cortisol, the longer-acting anti-stress adrenal hormones, can also become depleted due to the pace of our everyday lives. We overwork and undernutrition our most powerful ally that helps us to live the lives we desire. We are able to determine the optimum function of the adrenals and put your system back in balance. Contact us today to feel powerfully energized at 888-777-4232. Or visit us at maryjanemack.com.
1: Howdy, friends. This is Terry J. Walker with the I Am Power Hour. And this is your soul-stretching success tip of the day. As you know, we are the creators of our own reality. During our journey, we will write our own life story and create our own personal resume. We all have been provided the freedom to choose what we want choose how we feel, and choose how we respond to events and circumstances. This brings an inspirational quote to mind: If you can dream it, you can do it. Mr. Walt Disney. I hope you have a wonderful day filled with love, light, creativity, and, of course, your freedom of choice. Namaste, my beautiful friends, and I'll see you next
3: time. Hey, how's it going? If it's stressful or just plain exhausting, New Light Living is here to ask, is this the way you want to live? Join me, your intuitive spiritual life coach and host, Ulrika Sullivan, every week on New Light Living. Discover the power of creative tools to start living every day as your ideal dream day. See your life in the new light. To learn more, visit newlightliving.com.
0: Have you ever wondered what your pets think about? Do you know what your pets are saying to you? Dr. Monica will be your pet's translator to help you understand what your pets are trying to communicate to you. Enhance the bond with your furry friends on Pets Talk with Pet Communicator Dr. Monica each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about Dr. Monica, visit PetCommunicator.com.
2: Your favorite Transformation Talk radio shows are now on Spotify. Simply search out your favorite host or show by name, tap the subscribe
0: button, and boom. With over 150 million active monthly users on Spotify, Transformation Talk Radio is thrilled to expand our reach so you never have to miss an episode. Well, what the heck are you waiting for? Log into Spotify and subscribe now. Hey, we're back on Dynamic Destiny with Coach Pete, where we unpack your powerful potential. As a reminder, you can catch archived episodes and get lots of helpful content for free and resources at PeteCoaching.com. On this show, we've been talking about how to navigate failure. And here's another principle. I love this. It's an acronym. And it's really easy to remember. The word FAIL. F-A-I-L stands for first attempt in learning, fail, first attempt in learning. Okay. That's a different way to tell yourself about failure. Okay. Not like pass, fail, made it, didn't make it good enough. Not good enough is I tried. It didn't work out the way I had hoped, but what did I learn along the way? So it's a different way to reframe that. Now, a lot of times failure is painful in some way. Maybe it's a reputation thing. Maybe it was a relationship thing and it hurt. But the question is to ask, what did you learn from this? You paid a price for that lesson. So value it. It's like, oh, I paid. <laughs> I paid with blood, sweat and tears or I pay, paid with a relational pain, or emotional pain, or stress, or something. But I, I bought something. Okay, it was more valuable than a college education. I, I learned that lesson. I paid for it. What did you learn? That's the question to ask. Okay, and it, what did I learn is not just like what not to do next time. Okay, or like uh, uh, why did I screw up and how can I avoid that again? Yeah, I mean that's natural. We want to think that way, but really. You really did learn some very positive things most of the time along the way. So ask yourself, what were the positive things that you learned? Um, uh, let me give you an example. Uh, the first time I did an online course, uh, I, I put it together. It was called Decoding Your Destiny. It was an online course, and I was going to charge $99 for it. And I got all the, the, the curriculum set, and I started advertising for it. And <laughs> like nobody signed up for this course. And, uh, I was like, Oh, I hate consumer direct-to-consumer marketing. I hate digital marketing. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm a failure at it. And I really, I did, I was feeling pain over it. And then I had a mindset shift in the middle of it. And I said, Hey, wait a minute, maybe I'm not going to make money on this. Obviously not because no one's signing up for it. Uh, but there's an opportunity for me to learn as much as possible I can about doing an online online course. And so I said, okay, you know what? The value for me to learn is more important than the, the financial that I would have made doing it. So I shifted and I said, you know what? I'm going to do this for free. I'm going to give it away for free just so I can learn on how to get people signed up, how to run a course, how to follow up with them. And so that's what I did. Now, in the middle of that, I had an upsell like, hey, to the people who attended the class, if you wanted to purchase a one on one coaching session from me, here it is, and, you know, a a special discount or something like that. Well, guess what? All of the attendees except one signed up for that upsell later on. They didn't do it ahead of time, but after they got into the course, they all signed up. So I did actually wind up, you know, uh, at least breaking even financially on it, but I learned a lot. And that was the, that was the key, you know, instead of viewing it as a fail, I'm never going to do this. I, I just turned it into a learning experience. I, I And I still have more to learn, right? And I've run that a, a few other times. Um, same thing can happen with relationships, right? Maybe, you know, we've all been hurt in, in relationships, like, uh, you know, like a romantic relationship or, or a, a close friend. And there's times you can feel really taken advantage of, or maybe even, maybe you were even in an abusive relationship when you were younger or something. Um, you can ask yourself, what did I learn? I paid a price for that. What did I learn? Now the wrong answer is don't trust people. Okay. The right answer could be like, Oh, I learned that I need to set appropriate boundaries for behavior and that I, you know, um, I'm going to enforce those boundaries. Uh, I learned that I need to respect myself, or other people won't respect me. I learned that I need to take responsibility for my own happiness and not expect someone else to take responsibility for my happiness. I uh, I learned that I can't get my identity from helping other people solve their problems. Okay, these are all really positive things that you can learn. There, you paid a price. They're painful, but it's a whole lot better than don't trust people. <laughs> okay, these are positive things that you can all grow on. Now, uh, fail, first attempt in learning, don't take my word for it. There are some very famous people who uh, can say the same thing. Now, who do you think said this? Here's the situation. Uh, This guy worked at a newspaper, and his former editor told him he, quote, lacked imagination and had no good ideas. Now, from that, this person, there was a big fail there, came up, with his life lesson and said, I think it's important to have a good, hard failure when you're young, because it makes you kind of aware of what can happen to you. And once you know the worst, uh, I've never had any other fear in my whole life that really has set me back because I already had a big, hard failure. Who said that? Walt Disney. Okay. Uh, His his newspaper said he lacked imagination as editor, uh, and he had no good ideas. Um, Here's a woman, she was a broke, depressed, divorced, single mom, simultaneously trying to write a novel while studying. And what she learned from that experience, she goes, it's impossible to live without failing at something. Unless you live so cautiously that you might as well not have lived at all, in which case you fail by default. Who said that? That was J.K. Rowling, the author of the Harry Potter series. One of the richest women on earth now. Uh, You might know the story of this woman who was an anchor, a TV anchor in Baltimore, but she was fired from her first job. And her lesson that she came away with, she goes, you know what? I've learned there's really no such thing as failure. Failure it's perceived as failure. It's it's just life trying to move us in another direction. That was Oprah Winfrey. And uh, here's another quote from an athlete on failure. He said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. On 26 occasions, I have been entrusted to take the game-winning shot, and I missed. I have failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. And you might know that quote. That's from Michael Jordan. Okay? So these are all people who have learned one of the keys to success is embracing failure, learning from it, and not Not just being stuck and licking your wounds, okay? What did you learn? You might need some help to to figure that out, but how to move on, okay? Success doesn't teach you a whole lot. In fact, sometimes your biggest barrier to success is success, okay? Sometimes your biggest barrier to success is a previous success. You may think you have something down, Pat, and try to repeat it, but there was really probably a combination of factors and some of them you might not have been aware of, right? You might've had other team members that were working with you and you didn't, uh, you discount the contribution they made and maybe you overinflate the contribution you made and you're like, Oh, I'm I'm a rock star; I can do this. Well, not without your team. You can't. And it's easy to forget that. I've been there. I've done that myself. You may have been just lucky with your timing, you know, dumb luck. And uh, you think you're, you're fantastic at something. Okay uh, but you don't learn from success okay you don't learn it can be really deceptive and then you think oh you know what? I can go do this again and try and and just repeat this whole thing well no a lot of times you can't okay you don't learn from success the only place of growth is outside of your comfort zone okay you have to get outside your comfort zone or you're not you're just not going to you're not going to grow okay here's another principle On navigating failure, is understand the difference between guilt and shame. This is real important. Guilt is I did something bad, it's about my behavior. Shame is I am bad, it's about my identity. Okay. And the reason I want to highlight this is sometimes we've done bad thing, made mistakes, sometimes a really big mistake, (laughs) right? But you can own that as shame when it's really not the, that's really not the, the case. You're not a bad person. You just messed up, okay? It's also important to understand the difference between a failure in the execution, okay, something you did or a bad judgment call you made versus a moral failure, okay? So there's a difference there. Don't let an execution failure cause you to take on shame. Like, oh, I'm bad luck. I screwed up my whole company. I, you know, or uh, I'm, I'm to blame for my family falling apart or, 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 or whatever, okay? So work through that stuff, okay? Remember, execution failures, don't, don't take shame on for that, okay? And don't turn it into a moral failure. However, sometimes we do have moral failures and we really screw up that way too, and you can't just write that off and say, oh, well, we all mess up sometimes. Okay. The Bible talks about um, this situation where your thought, when you feel guilty about something, when you have a moral failure, you have thoughts that will simultaneously either accuse you, like, look what you did. And you can never just shake that. We can carry that for years, accuse you or defend you. And you try to build yourself up and try to build up defenses and say, well, it wasn't really my fault. Okay. And we get stuck there, but neither of those approaches, uh, living under accusation and guilt or trying to excuse things. Um, another way to work, work that one of them is, you know, people often turn to religion or other practices that try to make up for the mistakes they made. Um, that's like, and that's like being on a treadmill, like I'll try harder. And, you know, I just can't seem to shake this something inside me that keeps wanting to do selfish things. The Bible calls that sin, right? And, um, or you can try to excuse it all. And that's really kind of the medication route or the change your philosophy thing or anesthetize yourself. Well, we're all, you know, we're all screwed up and it's just not a big deal. And we're just going to, you know, deal with it or, uh, you know, forget about it. Try to change, try to change the rules. That doesn't really work either because way in the back of your mind, these reminders come back and say, you know what? Nope. Nope. You don't measure up. Nope, you're you're uh, you're disappointing, you're you're failing, right? You're you're morally you're failing, you're hurting other people, you're hurting yourself, no matter what you tried to tell yourself. So the striving harder and the anesthetizing, neither of those really work. How are you gonna make up for this? That's the good news, and that is why God sent his son, Jesus, to die for your sins. Jesus came to earth, he didn't sin at all. And so he didn't need to be punished or, uh, you know, have to try to make up for sin. Instead, he said, you know what? On behalf of everyone else, I'm going to take their sin for them. And so no longer do they have to strive and no longer do they have to anesthetize. Instead, come to me in faith. I want to have a relationship with you. I'll forgive your sins. And if you just trust me and believe in me, choose to turn from your sin. I'll forgive your sins. I'll also send my spirit to live inside you and I'll start to change you from the inside out. That's the good news of uh, God's love for us. It's why Jesus came. No other religion offers that. All other religions offer some sort of trying harder to make up for, uh, to make up for the bad in your life. This is saying, Hey, I can't make up for it. Jesus came and he took, he took, he took my penalty uh, in my place. So it's changed my life completely, and I'm here to testify uh, of, of God's love and His God's goodness and uh, encourage you to do the, the same as well. If you'd like to talk more about that, just write to me, askpete at petecoaching.com. Love to start a conversation and just hear where you're at. Um, and we just dialogue. You won't get an earful of preaching. We'll, we, we can just talk about it. Hey, you've been listening to Dynamic Destiny with Coach Pete. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, we're going to answer some of your questions. So don't go away.
4: Do you know how to achieve wellness in all areas of your life? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Signs of wellness are A capacity to love and ability to nurture A sense of purpose A good sense of humor and plenty of fun in your life A concern for others and a respect for the environment A conscious commitment to personal excellence A sense of balance and integrated lifestyle And capacity to cope with whatever life presents Well people enjoy their lives and want them to last as long as possible That's why the wellness mindset usually accompanies other constructive healthy lifestyle habits By adopting a wellness mindset and behaviors like eating well, taking the right nutrition for the body, exercising, and saying affirmations are just a few things to structure a healthy system of values and beliefs. I will be your wellness coach to help you achieve a wellness lifestyle. Call us at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at maryjanemack.com.
0: Are you ready to transform your life and embrace magical experiences? Talking to Tannis with your host, Tannis McRae, is here to help you find your joy in life. Tune in live every first and third Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Let's awaken your experience and create the change necessary to take back your right to choose who you are. For more about Tannis, visit TalkingToTannis.com.
2: Introducing the Lucid Planet, a digital gathering place featuring cutting-edge, high vibrational content that will empower and inspire you to become the greatest version of yourself. Visit the Lucid Planet today to stimulate your mind, body, and soul as you connect with a global community of like-minded people. The Lucid Planet is edited by renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly Neff, who is here to help you cope with anxiety, connect to your higher purpose, uncover your true passions, and live your dreams. Dr. Kelly's fresh, compassionate perspective emphasizes growth, transformation, healing, and thriving. Even in the face of adversity, say goodbye to bad news and low vibrational media for good and become part of the larger collective of people working together to navigate the global shift of consciousness and transform the world from within. Join the planet, the lucid planet. Visit thelucidplanet.com. Welcome home.
0: Destiny with Coach Pete, the show where we unpack your powerful potential. For this part of the show, I answer some questions that my listeners have been asking. To send your questions, email askPete at petecoaching.com or visit my website, www.peatcoaching.com so uh this uh question comes uh and says um the writer wrote he said if you are considering a career move when is it time to bail versus looking for other opportunities internally at your comp at your company that you might not be aware of okay there's a lot to that and not every situation is the same but i'm going to give you some general principles Uh, The first is this, when should you, like, first of all, bailing is, um, it's it's expensive. It's expensive for the company and it's harder for you. I mean, uh, it's, uh, there's a cost to it, right? You're going to have to go do a really thorough job search and you're going to have to go learn an entire new company and your productivity level won't be up to where it should be it's going to take you like anywhere between 6 to 8 uh, to 24 months before you're really back up to full productivity. So, consider if you can staying first. And here's a couple steps. In these situations it is best to try to talk it out and maybe find a new role. First of all, if you're not being managed well, okay? And when I say that, we're talking about do you have clear expectations of what you need to be doing? Are there clear measures of what you need to do to perform well? And are you getting appropriate feedback? This is basic stuff. You'd be amazed, or maybe not, of how often that does not happen. It's entirely appropriate for you as an employee to speak with your manager about those things if you're not getting them. If that manager is either... in incompetent. And I'm not saying that as like a major put down. Some people just literally haven't had management training and they don't know how to do that. Well, um, go one level up and just say, Hey, you know, here's my situation. I'm really not happy with my job. I don't have clear expectations. I don't know how I'm doing and I'm not getting valuable feedback. So I don't know. And I'd like to consider another role. It's entirely appropriate to do that. Okay. Um, uh, You might have a terrible boss or think you have a terrible boss, but you have to go through this step first. Um, You might be really surprised. Okay. That boss might be like, oh my gosh, I thought when I said this, that was the feedback that you needed. But apparently, he was. Communication takes two. It takes two to miscommunicate. Okay. And it takes two to communicate. So talk it out. You might be surprised that you might be missing some clues. Or your boss just needed to hear that and your boss will be like, okay, you know what? I can change that and let's get together more often. So, Don't just get so stuck in your head. Talk it out. This uh, The person who wrote this question actually uh, continued on and said they had an employee that had an offer from another company and was going to bail. Um, he, had a, he had a job or they, they made him a salary offering and it was going to be better job security. But the Uh, His existing company countered, and really what that employee really needed, he just wanted to know that he was valued. That was what was leading him to want to leave the company. He wasn't getting enough feedback. Through the process, he got it in spades. They were heaping it on, oh my gosh, you're so valuable and things. I think that company learned a lesson, like, you know what, we have to be more proactive and tell our employees how valuable they are. This person, that's really what this person really needed. So he didn't bail. He wound up staying, and he found another role. So that was awesome. Now, uh, another another thing you want to talk about is if you feel like your strengths are not aligned well with your role, okay. And that, and those things can change over time. By the way, the role could evolve, or you know, there was some somebody left, and they were carrying a certain portion of uh, the the duties uh, within your group. And now it's on you, and it's really a bad fit. Anyway, when, when you're feeling like misaligned, I'm not. I know I can work hard. I know I can make a better contribution, but it's just not not in this role. It's not working out well. That's another great time to talk with your boss or your boss's boss or other people. It's much more expensive for them to go hire a new person than to work with you and try to shift you into another role. So it's it's to the, in their interest to try to keep you keep you on board and and maybe help you find another role. So don't discount that and it's not a sign of failure and it's not a sign of giving up. It's just, I just don't think I'm making my best contribution. Now, when should you bail? When should you leave your company? Well, here's a couple of guidelines for that. If the vision and the values of your current company don't line up, don't align with yours or no longer align with yours, if they've shifted. I had that happen in a company. Um, It was the stated mission was like, we're going to execute our best in this sector, provide great value to our customers and make a healthy profit along the way. And everybody was like, great. We love the mission for this. Um, I'm I'm leaving out a couple of details because I don't want to implicate the company. It shifted. We took some venture capital money and a year later, what's the vision of this company? We're going to be a billion dollar company. It changed, it was all about the money. It was no longer about providing great service and and doing some cool things in the industry. It was just all about the money. And it changed, and you could feel it changing the whole culture. Um, Second, if you're asked to do something unethical, that might be a good sign for you to to consider that it's time to, to switch companies. Or if the culture at your company is toxic, defined as the way they treat people, okay? So those are some things that could, you know, those are irreparable. They're not things that you can affect at your level and they will erode you. They won't just go away. And they're things that you have to, it might be time for you to move on. Okay. As we wind down on this episode, I have a favor to ask. If you benefit from the show, could you please click the like button and share it with your friends? Or if you listen to the podcast, could you rate the podcast on your platform, that helps the your, your podcast platform know that this is valuable and they'll promote it more to more people. That would really, really help me. So I, I'd, I'd appreciate that. The quote for the day, again, comes from Michael Jr. Perfection is not protection from rejection. Perfection is not prote- protection from rejection. Okay. I want to thank you all for tuning in to Dynamic Destiny Radio. I had a great time talking about failure, right? Just to be frank and upfront about it, because failure is usually something we hide about. We don't want to talk about it, but it's good. to It's healthy to talk about. Talk it out. Do the Make It Real Challenge. Go find somebody. Go rewrite the narrative of of a failure that you had in your past, and then I want to hear about it. I want to hear about the change that it makes for you. I had a wonderful time. I hope you did, too. Please join me every other Wednesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Pacific. Have a great week. I hope to see you back here next time. And remember, you really are God's gift to the world. So be the best version of you that you can be because we're depending on you. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on Dynamic Destiny with Coach Pete on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Join us next time to discover new ways to get clarity and make a positive impact in your world. Learn more about Coach Pete by visiting PeteCoaching.com. That's P E T E Coaching.com.